0: What is going on everyone welcome to the first episode of survive your mind uh, I know we had the introduction but this is the first one we're gonna like dive into um, the main reason why I started this podcast so uh, I want to talk about you know my stance on mental health and what's being done about it I also want to talk about uh, some times where you know I've definitely felt down or discouraged about myself and the situations I've been into um, to kind of give you a background about me and then from there you know we'll have guests on and things like that as weeks to come first of all i want to address a few things um most importantly, this is not like for everyone's pity you know i mean this isn't so the people are coming on to me when we're talking about this stuff it's not so people reach out and say i'm sorry for what you've been through or, or all this stuff like that you know it's not for attention right this is to bring awareness to mental health this is to bring awareness to people who think they're alone, um, but they're not alone. Okay. So first and foremost, you know, no sense of pity or, or no sense of feeling bad for the people who come on here. Um, naturally, I want you to, to understand where they come from and, and what they've gone through, you know, don't get me wrong, but you know, don't feel the need to like reach out or to, you know, be like, holy crap, you know, I feel awful for that person. That's not the point. Number two, we are going to get into per- some personal stuff. Um, and, I, for one, don't think that my life has been any sort of like more difficult than other people's. You know what I mean? I feel as though that this is not for everyone to come on and like moan and complain about their life. It is to come on and address a situation or an event they've been in slash a place they've been in and how they got from there to where they are now. Um, So going back to this being a very personal thing, you know, we want people to come on and feel confident enough to talk. So that means, you know, this is not to be shared or talked about outside of what we're doing. You know, we want people to share their story, right? So please tell your friends about this podcast, but don't, you know, ever use this against that person or make judgments about that person. Um, we're all supposed to be a little bit more understanding of each other throughout this podcast. Um, so with that being said here we go so i started this because i didn't think that predominantly young men but also people in general didn't have a platform to express these opinions and their thoughts on um everyone needs someone to talk to right like don't get me wrong um there are therapists there are family members uh, but sometimes coming onto this this sense of, of confidence and, and courage enough to say this in front of a lot of people it's like taking control of that situation you know i fully believe that um if other people are listening to this like you take control you on that situation and mentally that problem becomes a little bit smaller because you kind of proved it wrong that it was you know subduing you or that it was you know, trying to take over your, your body and your mind um, so i believe that this is a a, a very good way to not only talk about it get off your chest, but to also take some ownership and um, some dominance over those thoughts, feelings, opinions, and emotions. Um, I think Drexel has done a phenomenal job, uh, more importantly with Madeline, our sports psychologist, who will be on next week, um, of addressing mental health. And she's done a tremendous amount of work with us and the other athletes at Drexel, um, So i've talked to her a little bit here and there about this stuff and they're going to start implementing more sports psychologists in other colleges as well as at the professional level so before talking to her to her about that i thought there was not nearly enough being done about mental health um it kind of went under the radar especially for college athletes right it was you know we worried about our bodies you know training our body eating right nutritionists and lifting and then going to practice but you know half the game is mental right? Like half of what we do every day is mental you know the the drive to do something is all mental so um i don't think there still is enough being done yet i don't think enough awareness has been brought to mental health but i do think that we are taking um, monumental steps in the right direction with these sports psychologists and that hopefully platforms like this i feel though i feel as though excuse me are are also big steps Um, so going from there, I, uh, this is not all about athletics. You know, I, I never wanted this to be straight up like an athletic platform, but I do feel as though where I've struggled most is in the athletic sense. Um, as you imagine, everyone at the division one level was the man or the woman at their high school, right? Like, you know, they were the, um, the record breakers and record setters. They were... You know, leading scores or save percentage or you know batting average whatever you know whatever statistical category you can think of um your team at the division one level is full of those people and it's really hard to be that person you know that dominant athletic figure in your high school to okay i'm surrounded by those um so it brought me back to like, I know I worked hard in high school, trust me, like, I know, you know, I worked my butt off to get to where I am, I'm very proud of, of what I've accomplished so far, but, you know, I haven't, I've played in one game, you know, I'm going to my, my fourth year here, I've gone through, you know, three seasons at this point, uh, three and a half, or two and a half, whatever, and I've only played in one game, you know, I I played, although I feel I played well in that game, um, but it doesn't mean anything, you know, it, it's a good confidence boost for me, but other than that, like, I still haven't really made a mark at the divisional level yet and so I feel as though my high school accomplishments don't mean anything if at the next level I haven't proven anything now I get that is a harsh way of thinking and I think everyone in some sense should be their um, their biggest critic right because once you get complacent and satisfied 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 excuse me with yourself then you know you stop goal setting you stop trying to to reach new heights um, so that's been a, a giant struggle for me just because you know whether i think i've earned the spot or not you know whether i think i've worked hard or not like the proof is in the playing. and if i'm not you know the top person at the end of this week at the end of the week of practice whatever it is like then i don't deserve to play so um i've been you know i've been digging myself this hole of at times of like shoot like what do i have to do like why am i not the guy like all that stuff and You know, um, it definitely crushed my confidence at times. Um, you know, I redshirted freshman year with the five-year program here, excuse me, and you know, kind of taking the system, like, you know, seeing faster shots, like all that stuff. So, you know, I wasn't expecting to be the guy when I got there, you know, but I did have this confidence about myself and, you know, I called a swagger especially at the goalie position, you have to have that edge. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that, like that toughness that, you know, that extra something that is like, um, that makes you different, you know, that makes you stand out. And I'm not saying that, you know, different positions don't need that, but I'm saying like face off and, and goalie are very mental positions. So when you're mentally not at your you know your playing state and when you're mentally not there then your day in the net can get horrible you know like you start overthinking you start not making saves and passes you should make so that kind of stuff so um that was kind of the start of this for me was that you know you have to know that not everything's going to go your way um you know you're not going to be given anything um i know um cheech mcclellan who you know, just graduated from the team, talked about it through FCA, and he was like, I thought I deserved everything, you know what I mean, like, Cheech is a phenomenal lacrosse player, but freshman year, he got injured, things like that, Um, he talks about his journey, and and hopefully he'll come on later and talk more about it, because he does have an amazing story, and um, a very great self-awareness of himself, and all that, but the main point is that, like, you think you're the guy, you think you deserve all this stuff, and in reality, your team is full of guys who think they deserve the stuff and it's a matter of they put in the work or not um so there's that so athletically uh, that is where i was you know that is um the struggle i went through you know it's i trust me i know that is not the worst situation athletically someone's been in i'm never gonna say it is but for me in my situation circumstances and all like that's where i was um now, moving more to to my personal life. I know um you know my family's listening right now and I love their support, you know. I can't thank them enough. Um you know, they've been 100% behind me and I, and I'm very happy that that they've taken a liking to this. Um but I'm going to talk about my family now. So, for those who don't know, you know, my parents got divorced when I was younger. Um that's just something we live with, like life goes on, you know, everyone in my family is happy right now, everyone's doing well, you know, my family still gets along, thankfully. So, um, you know, did it suck, right? Does it? Does it, is it a horrible thing to happen? Of course it is, but, um, you know, I can look and reflect on my family and everyone's doing well and, and you know, I'm not gonna say this for the better, I'm not gonna say that, um, you know, it should have happened and like, whatever, I think everything happens for a reason, but I will say, you know, I'm very happy that my family is, is as happy as they are. Um, This is something that, like, I never really talked about because now that I'm older, it, like, it sounds so dumb. You know what I mean? It sounds so stupid and it doesn't make any sense. Um, But for where I was after my parents got divorced, it was, you know, it made total sense. So when it all happened, I had, like, no idea what was going on. You know, when you're that young, you can't comprehend. I was, like, second grader, so I was, like, seven years old you can't really comprehend what's happening. You know, like you just know that one part of your life is gone, you're or out or or not there anymore. Wh- whatever you want to explain or whatever you want to say, like my dad was not in the house anymore. It was just my brother, my mom and I. Um, so like, we didn't know where he went. We didn't know like what was happening. Um, we just knew that he wasn't in our life anymore um, for however long he was gone, right? So I didn't see him for a few months, whatever, like he traveled for business anyway so as we got older and started to like understand what was happening um you know like he eventually got an apartment or condo in Brentham so you know we got to see him more often so now we're splitting time and you know once you get a little bit older not that I had a grasp on the situation um but I started to understand more that it wasn't like you know things weren't going to be back to normal right like my dad wasn't coming wasn't going to come live with us again like I started to process that as our new reality um and so here's where i kind of talk about like the part of now looking at it was very dumb but i always thought that our dad leaving was almost my fault you know i took it as sort of ownership about that and um i know i can't wait to have my brother on to talk more about it because his perspective and through this whole thing is going to be different than mine um but i always thought it was me you know i i look at my mom and for those who know my mom she's just an absolutely like beautiful human being um undoubtedly my best friend you know someone i can turn to with any sort of problem and um there's like not enough words i can say about that woman to even justify her like she's someone you have to meet to know how great she truly is um i could talk for the next 45 minutes straight about my mom and and be you know a third of the way done so um, in my mind I was like no one would want to leave my mother right like who the heck would want to leave that woman right and then I moved over to thinking about my choices in terms of athletics because um, that's when I started to really dive into lacrosse you know I started kind of like that started to be what excuse me when I started thinking about all this lacrosse had become predominant in my life and baseball was on the way out for me and my father loves baseball you know he he goes to every opening day for the red sox he can um always watching tv jersey shirts whatever um knows a couple guys there you know he grew up watching them all that stuff all that nostalgia that he had growing up watching the red sox carried with him and so naturally sam and i loved it right sam and i were were big fans sam's my twin brother for those who don't know uh, um, But Sam sort of started to stay with baseball, and I was kind of on the out. You know, did I love baseball? Sure, but um, as I got older, I started to understand that I had more talent in lacrosse um, compared to other goalies and things like that. So, you know, going with this idea that, well, now I'm starting to stray away from what he wants, you know am i the reason that this happened you know it can't be sam sam's playing baseball you know obviously i love my brother he's a great kid you know we had fun growing up and everything like That like he never did anything wrong you know he never did anything wrong right so in my mind this was well he's not leaving my mother because she's an amazing person and it's not because of sam um i thought that my going to the cross and like going not against but not with the baseball mindset he had, like, I sincerely thought for a while that like he left because of that. Um so now I'm sitting here at twenty two. I mean I've known this for a little while now, but now I'm sitting here reflecting at twenty two, like, that's ridiculous you know what I mean, like that's just an absurd thought. Uh of course he didn't leave because I was playing ba- I was playing lacrosse and not baseball. You know what I mean? Like he's extremely proud of where I am now and I'm sure he wouldn't have picked, you know what I mean, he wouldn't have picked for me to, to stay with baseball. Um, he comes to a lot of games, you know what I mean? All that stuff. So I know now that obviously he's very proud of me in my choices, um, but for a long time, like I thought that was it. And so that was kind of my my challenge in overcoming was not only a parent's divorce, but it was like this thought that, you know, he wasn't proud of who I am and like he couldn't stand the fact that I was playing lacrosse. Um, so I've never really said that to anyone. Um, because it is such an absurd thought, you know, it is kind of crazy now, especially looking at it. Um, but also didn't think it was relevant. And I guess it was my way of answering the question why it happened, um, for a long time. Cause you know, we're all, we don't know every detail of every situation. Like no one ever will. Um, uh, besides, you know, the people who were involved, I guess to a certain extent. So, Yeah, for a while, like I was searching for an answer as to why it happened, and that was my way of being like, oh, this is the answer. Um and looking at it's so it's such an unhealthy thought to think that you're the reason why, you know. That was just my situation. Um so other than that, you know, I'm very happy now. With my family and and the relationships i have with my father and my mother you know um this isn't a knock on him at all you know life ha- like life is crazy you know i'm, I'm not gonna uh, speak more to the situations that were made you know that's not my place um but what i will say is um i do think that those two two pass between um the family matter as well as like the lacrosse part of it that i talked about earlier are two pretty average places people can be at you know like i know a lot of people have family issues you know we all hear the stat normally of like 50 of people or of marriages and a divorce all that stuff like that so like i know my situation isn't unique um but i do know that a lot of people go through that stuff and I'm assuming it's not just me who searches for answers why in terms of like when bad things happen. Um, And I know I'm not the only one who puts the blame on themselves when those bad things happen, you know, especially with the cross, like I constantly self-reflect if I ever do enough. And I know I work hard, you know, but, you know, there's always that doubt in your head that like, okay, what else could I have done better? Um, So that's where I want to start with survive your mind Um, is my insight, my take, my background as to you know the things that i've seen and where i come from in terms of mental health and i know as more people come on and we start talking you know these conversations will change and and we'll have more input and things like that which i'm very very excited about um i have a lot of people who are interested in coming on and talking about it and so that is, is truly amazing to me um but that's a little insight into into my life and and where i'm coming from so I want to continue this mission of honesty with yourself and courage and confidence to come on here and talk about those moments and i know there's some people who have insane stories you know insane um situations they've been in and been at the lowest of lows and like how they come out of it and so um i'm never gonna think that i went through the worst of it and i'm just very happy that i have this platform of an athlete and that i can now have other people use to spread their voice and in their knowledge and their situation so um thank you all so much for listening i am so excited where this is going to go the support has been insane you know uncomprehendable to me and uh, i can't wait for y'all to listen to this and give me insight and feedback you know this is something new we're just starting i can't wait for it to grow um but I think we're off to a great start, and I think the message is is starting to spread. And um, get ready, because Survive Your Mind is, is about to take off.